Hey guys, how's it going? Here we are back at it. Another episode of the Brew Chat Podcast, episode 304. But before we get into that, get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits right there on Main Street. Not Main Street, that's Merchants on Main. But uh, Riverside on Manufacturer's Road. It's right there off Old Jotty Bridge. So if you're passing through town, like you just popped in for a quick weekend visit to Chattanooga, you can pop in there and pick up some local beers and things like that. Make your own six pack or grab some Chattanooga whiskey or other sort of libation or wine, what have you. They've also got everything you need to stock up your bar, like some, you know, little uh, accoutrements for your bar, little cheeses, things like that, olives, those sorts of things. So, yeah, that's right there on Manufacturers Road, right under Old Giotti Bridge. And, yeah, go check out Merchants on Main. It's right there on Main Street. They got tons of great gift ideas for anyone that is special to you. And they've also got some antiques, some vinyl, local clothing, local art, and uh, some photography from yours truly. So go check them out. That's Merchants on Main. And, yeah, you can also find us on the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com, at brewchat.com, where we've got actually a uh, good number of new podcasts you can go check out. So go find those. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I feel like we had one more thing we were supposed to promote, but I guess not. Yeah. All right. I'm going to hit the button. We're going to get into it here. What's up, everybody? I'm trying to get better at my intros here. So we've got local comedian, and uh, I guess, are you a New York native? Yeah. Yeah, New York native, and he hosts the show at The Bode, which is every other Friday? The first and third Friday. First and third Friday. And uh, yeah, and Jared's back with us. You've missed out on the past couple weeks, so glad to have you back. Glad to be back. And uh, yeah, welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome, listeners. Glad you're tuning in. And... (laughs) Yeah, what'd you crack here? You asked, Whoa. so I asked, first of all, in the intro, you cracked some air. I was like, is this a mead or a beer? Because I can drink a mead, can't drink a beer. Mm-hmm. Then Jeff here asked. What's the difference between the mead and a beer? Yes. Right. So they've got some different ingredients. I don't think you put all of the, like, uh, the other sugars and stuff like that. Or fermentables in a mead. You can put other things, but it's it's yeah, primarily yeah. a honey wine. And a beer is made with water, hops, malt, and yeast. A, a honey wine? Yeah. So it's like wine, but instead of grapes, it's honey. All es- right. Essentially. Yeah. Oh, so it's, is it sweet? I've never made... A, yes. Uh, this looks sweet, but this, I don't think, is mead. Yeah, I think it's made with mead. It's top-tier trifle... Uh, from Southern Grist Brewing with Karagist Meadery Mead in Florida. And it says... Wait, it's made in Florida or it says, mead in Florida? It says mead in Florida. Are they trying to be cute? Probably. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, Southern Grist is in Nashville, but I don't know about this meadery. Keep cold, drink fresh, Brambler bust, 9% ABV, 
And then it says Imperial Sour Ale with lactose, local honey, marshmallows, white chocolate, boysenberries, huckleberries, and mulberries. So I think it's supposed to taste like mead. What meadery is this? Garagist? Garagist? I think G-A-R-A-G-I-S-T-E. But those could be C's. Wait, spell that again? I don't know if it... Look. Wait, yeah, just show it to me. I don't know if it's Garagist or Garagist. Karakiste? Karakiste. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's how I would say What it. did you call that? Are they the G's? copy that's on the, the, what's it called again? The copy that's on. Oh, on the flavor text. Flavor text. Yeah, the flavor, the text. flavor text. It's a meadery in Florida. Oh, it's an, it looks like a fruit punch. Garagiste. Wow. I thought mead would look brown. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Garagiste. It's all the uh, boysenberries, huckleberries, and mulberries. It's a lot of berries. Mm. Is this a sour? This is an imperial sour ale. Yeah. Yeah, let's roll the dice here. This Lactose, local honey, marshmallows, yeah. white chocolate, boys. Wait, and so you should not, you would not drink it because it's what? Well, the, so, okay, so there's, Uh-oh. we're doing a, a scientific experiment with my body here, current, <laughs> sort of, is. Uh, with the inside, yeah. So I'm gluten free because celiac. But a friend of mine that is 12 years celiac said he can drink sours, which makes sense. They've got lower yeast con- or lower wheat content than any other beer. We tried it on, like, I guess two, three episodes ago. Yeah. I was able to drink it. I had no problems. Yeah. So this is made with mead, and it's a sour. I don't know if it's made with mead or if it's just made with some of the ingredients from the meadery. Well, we'll find out in the morning. It smells great. It's like a deep burgundy. It's actually quite good. Yeah. It's oh, very wow. good. It's definitely a uh, a strong one, too. Oh, that's so much berry. Yeah, what, what is the alcohol content? Nine percent. Is that that's a lot, right? It is. Well, I don't want to get too I don't want to get too messed up. I got an open mic to get to. Gotta be funny at those things. Oh, you'll be fine. It'll, uh, it'll loosen you up a little bit. Yeah, I've, I've, I already did some things today that loosened me up. You're not, oh my God. You're not <laughs> drinking a whole pint, so it'll be all right. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a small person. That's true. He is too, though. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a small yeah. person. Yeah. But I do, this, I do this a lot. Yeah. yeah. And you got that mustache. Yeah, and I mustache got the mustache. Is like, yeah. Yeah. Most of your body, body weight. I, I rocked a mustache <laughs> the other week. Yeah? Yeah, which is why it, it's a little fuller mm-hmm. up here than usual. Stash I'll, sh- I'll shave at. it back off and ah, go. Yeah, no, let it go. I kind of like it. Get the Reynolds stash. Yeah. Lewis went, would be proud. I went to the woods <laughs> camping, and uh, I was like, I'm going to go camping with a mustache. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't think I'd enjoy it as much as I do, but it's not that much maintenance. All I got to do is wax it up. I got some new wax. It smells like... Um, like vanilla and tobacco and then there's one that smells like pine and uh switch back and forth between them and just like wax it on up and it holds all day see pine i think i can handle i don't think i can handle vanilla smelling that no all day. that's too much that's too i much. like the pine it's I, it's nice and the the pine is good but the uh like the tobacco vanilla is actually really good and what's the ultimate yeah. goal with this uh spiral that you've got on the ends here is it to touch each other uh, or? Uh, i don't know dna um, strand I guess I'll do the the dolly eventually and have it stick mm-hmm. way up like but it's it's about up to my eyes. How much right more now. do you need to get before you get a railroad that you tie a woman to? 
while you, while you thin it out. Uh, I need to I need to get the beard taken care of in order to do that too because I tried waxing that up tonight and it doesn't really hold very well. So do you guys and Jeff, you got a nice beard that. too. Do oh, that's you guys? Nice of you to say. Do you guys oil your beards? No, I but I'd like you to. You do? Yeah. I just bought yeah. some oil and started using beard oil. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, cedar. You should Ooh. come over. We'll oil each other's beards. Oh, that sounds <laughs> sensual. <laughs> I like it. Sometimes I don't use uh, an oil. Sometimes I use a bomb. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. In fact, got- it's weird. I have this. I'm not going to mention the brand because I don't want to, you know, yeah. shit on them. They're nice. They're cool. But they sent me this, you know, I got this expensive beard bomb. It's all in hair I have. So I put, you know, I don't have hair on my head. So I use, I invest in the beard. Mm-hmm. Just, like, save the trimmings and just. Nah, it's not going to work. Mm. But when I got it, it's got shea, it's made from shea butter. And if it, if it doesn't travel at the right temperature, it can become very popcorn-y and grainy. Mm. And they're like, oh, you know, it's simple. Just boil some water and put the can in there. And then when it melts completely, put it in the freezer. For, I'm like, what? This is work. Now I've got like a hobby now. I have to like, I'm, am I making my own yeah. bomb now at home? Yeah, to revitalize your <sighs> I'm just going to use it all grainy. I've got yeah. some balm, but it really works more like like a holder, sort of. I didn't think it, like, on the Well, longer, there's two kinds. There's a okay. utility bomb, and then there's like a, a styling bomb. Ah. And one has like a holding, a, 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 I guess, ingredients, you'd call them. Well, the bomb don't eat, eat it. may be the way I need to go. Is like dry skin's my problem that I'm trying to. You could get an oil or a bomb. I've been yeah. trying the oil. We'll see how it goes. I'm not breaking out yet, so maybe it's working. Yeah, I thought I would have little pimples like breaking out right over here, yeah. but I don't. So whatever the whatever the wax is, is it's been you know working all right. And I'm only talking about it because I think more dudes should talk about this shit because it's like real issues. It's like yeah. Yeah. You think there's too many people privately wondering if they should be oiling? Well, them? I just think dudes get, especially like younger guys, and uh, kind of get put in this category where it's like, I don't know, they're deemed metrosexual or whatever the term is these days. For and grooming? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just for, for standard grooming. grooming. I think that's practices. a Tennessee thing. That's not- <laughs> It may be. It may be. But either way, if I can help some... Tennessee mm-hmm. bros, it's like, no, standard hygiene and grooming. Is I like that you feel thing. that there are young men who need to come out of the. Grooming closet. <laughs> there are, yeah. I feel like there are. Do you want to name names? Are you gonna, they, uh, no, I don't want to name names. Have another but, drink uh, name some names. <laughs> either they're in the closet and they don't want to, they're embarrassed that they're using these products, mm-hmm. or there's guys that don't use any of these products and they're like, why is my face so scratchy all the time? How many guys do you think are gay, but don't groom, so they don't look gay, and they look like disgusting mm. straight men? I don't know. Not as many of the the gay men in Tennessee. I would say of those that most of them aren't purposefully looking shaggy like that. If they do, they just don't give a fuck. And I imagine there's a good number of those. Well, it's good not to give a fuck sometimes, but your beard looks like it's going to come in. Yeah. It just, uh, I don't know. It's not itchy now, which is good because I've been using this oil. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just think more dudes should talk about this stuff because it's not yeah. weird. Yeah, and if dudes want to talk about it with yeah. me, they can just come. You know, they can just come hang just out come with me, and we can talk about it. You can oil there your go. beards. Yeah. yeah, I've got lots of <laughs> lots of beard oil and, mm-hmm. and yeah. other uh, lubricant. And what's your OnlyFans? 
I have never been on OnlyFans. <laughs> I've never been there. And I, from what I hear, it's, there's no point in going anymore. No. Well, I think they, I re- think they retracted it. They went yeah, back. they did. They yeah. realized they were going to lose billions. and so. I think they realized that before they made the announcement. There was no secret about that happening. That was a dumb... Why would you do that, though? Like, from the... Be- like Maybe to get attention? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was yeah. a marketing scheme. Yeah, yeah. Got you talking about it. That we're off beards, and now we're on to OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. We got a couple other. Have you been on that website? Have you looked at stuff? No, it sketches me out. Um, I've been on there browsing and like have an account, but I've never purchased. (laughs) You've gone from from I've never been to the site (laughs) to I've I've been on the site and I've browsed the site, but I haven't given them my credit card. Back like early 2020 or whenever Mm -hmm. it was, whenever like it skyrocketed. Mm In popularity, I was like, "Well, let's see what this is." I encourage more young people to get on OnlyFans. Yeah, I advocate it. (laughs) I do too. That's what you want to do. That's fine. What else can they do? I've never. (laughs) I don't trust it with my credit card info. So Uh, never. Fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Listen, you're going to most likely get COVID, and you are most likely (laughs) going to have your identity stolen. You should lean into these things and enjoy your life anyway. Stop living in fear. No, let's talk about. Give your credit card numbers out freely. Give people your social. (laughs) <laughs> lick subway trains do what you want to do I'm not going to lick subway trains or subway trays either one of those what the hell is a subway train um, I'm going to hit the cowboys no room idea. real quick I meant to do that before we started the show but so right. we just talk well, about you while can, you're in there is you can do that or whatever we can pour another one of these beers here well, let's, let's see if we can if I can convince you to convince Tanner <laughs> that he should live his life live his life yeah, you should. You should. And if some people have life. to die, you know, <laughs> that's the way it goes. <laughs> if I you had should, to die, so I mean, someone I else always, could leave their I'm life, I'm always I'd thinking think of other people. But I mean, what more can I do aside from get my shot and wear my mask? Well, you, there's a lot more and you stay, could do. And there's stay a lot away more you from other do. people, wash my hands, all that stuff. Yeah, you I mean, can like you could you know hermetically seal yourself up in your apartment. There's well, always gonna, more I'm to not, do. That's a little yeah, that's so a little ridiculous. There is obviously a line, I guess. Which is what you're saying. Yeah, this plant is doing pretty well. Yeah, uh, yeah there is a line. I mean, and everyone's, I guess everyone's got their own. I shouldn't try to pull someone over <laughs> to my line. Well, I mean, you could. I just want more people on my side of the line. Because it's lonely where I am. <laughs> <laughs> so we just sit here in, it, in silence? Or? Well, I mean, we can, we can bullshit. I, I was ready is to Tanner try Tanner what keeps us together? Do we have nothing to say no, to no, each no, other no, if Tanner's no. not here? No, we got plenty of stuff to talk about, I'm sure. All right. That um, bottle looks. What's with the blindfolded gonna, guy who's tied to a chair? And the we could do this one. That's on the bottle, by the way. That's not. A yeah, thing yeah. Just, this is a. This is another tall boy can. This is from uh, Dissolver, brewed until surreal, uh, and hoof-hearted brewing. It says, "Don't microwave it. Don't boil it." I don't know why. Is that you something would. you would have? You would have done without no, that warning? <laughs> no. This is a. On the photo here is a guy in his underwear. And a blindfold, like you said, cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. Which is not a good With look. his tattoo of a bear on the shoulder mm-hmm. and a snake with sunglasses mm-hmm. that says Buns Brigade. And then there's a <laughs> microwave in a giant cooking pot with a grapefruit in there as well. And the microwave says 12 o'clock and it says grapefruit on the microwave. And then there's a Wait, does it really say lady. grapefruit? Wait, does it really say grapefruit on the microwave? Yes. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm going to say grapefruit. Yeah. I didn't even see that. Uh, and then there's a lady 
holding what looks like a grapefruit over here on the side. And uh, it's a sour India pale ale with raspberry, lime, vanilla, and milk sugar. 6% ABV. What the hell is milk sugar? It's, it's a non-fermentable that you use to, uh, to sort of thicken it up and add sweetness. Uh, you mean like that stuff? But it doesn't that's in, get eaten by the yeast. What's that? Uh, when you go to the you know uh, diner and they give you the half and half in those little plastic uh, things, and it's not refrigerated. So what is what is that in there? Like non dairy creamer? Yeah. What is that? Non dairy creamer. But what is it? That's a good point. I've never really it's, wondered about that. Like is cream, it like creamer without dairy? I don't. Use I guess it. like I so guess yeah. like like almond milk maybe. I don't think it's almond milk. Well, I don't it's, think it's not actually, but I mean like a similar concept. So people have been drinking almond milk this whole time, and now no, they're just... No, it's not the exact same thing. I don't know. I'm just guessing. We could look it up, I that guess. Pussy-ass pink. <laughs> Pink-lidded milk. That's some liberal milk. That's what, them, that's what <clears throat> Joe Biden's going to make us drink. <laughs> so, Tanner, this is a toss-up, because it says... <laughs> yeah, what is this? this is toss-up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says sour India pale ale. So I don't know if you're interested in trying this one or if you want to pass. Why that other one was, was that other one not a sour IPA? I thought you said you could do sours. No, it's just a sour ale. Let me see what it looks like when you pour it. Okay. You can tell if something's going to hurt your body just by looking at it. I think so. I'm discovering weird things in my That's bo- cool. about my body through this gluten thing. That's cool. I've discovered I can smell uh, when I've had gluten via my shit oh uh, yeah i don't want to know about that which is <laughs> it's interesting though really yeah it it what's a gluten shit smell like versus I, it's a not non-gluten. i mean i'm not gonna sit here and give you the the flavor scent profile why not of my shit <laughs> what's the flavor text of your but, uh, yeah. of your shit nutty it is a very different <laughs> smell though yeah, yeah. like once i got off gluten, which is a more pleasant smell uh off gluten off gluten yeah the gluten shits is the worst smell okay yeah, that's because you don't far. because your body isn't really processing it, right? Yeah, it's just sending everything through. Yeah, right. yeah. Whoop whoop. Yeah, it's I think I can maybe handle that. Interesting yeah. chartreuse color. No, chartreuse. Give, give me a little of that. I think I can maybe handle that. It's like the color. It, it of your, looks very uh, light. It's like the color of your salt rock. That's very nice yeah. too. Um, it does have a grapefruity taste. Is there grapefruit in this? Definitely. Oh, there is. Yeah, there's got to be. Oh, well, that, it could cheesy. it could be from whatever hops. Cheesy, using. yeah. The smell of it, like the yeast, is very cheesy. Oh, I don't like cheese. I wish you didn't tell me that. Now yeah, I'm turned off. A little cheesy. little footy. Footy. Yeah, a little stinky foot. So you think cheese yeah, smells little, like little foot stinky cheese. feet? No, beer like, just has a. We, we've talked about this a lot on here over the years. Mm. Just like a, it can smell completely different than it tastes. But then there's also smells like footy, cheese, like stinky cheese. Uh, barnyardy, horse shitty. Hmm. That's like it'll is there smell one that's, like those. Is there one that's like tanner shitty like or that. no? I know this horse. Thank shitty. God, there's no <laughs> a tanner gluten shitty. What no. beer shitty. is the most equivalent to the tanner shits in terms of <laughs> aroma uh, profile? Uh, it's a local one, but I don't want to say it. Come on, I just they're a. I understand they're a business. They're trying to survive. Can I guess? Can I try to guess? Is there two names in it? Um, I mean, any longtime <laughs> listeners to the show? No. 
Um, and this smells like a, a tanner gluten shit or a non. I, I don't hype them or on anything. No, I understand. Yeah. I'm just trying if to figure you out. Guess it. I'll give you a nonverbal. I'm, I'm new here. I don't know yeah. all the breweries. I only know Hudson and Smith. You, you're nodding. No, is that okay? Can I tell people? Yeah, yeah. That's a hard, a hard no. No, I'll fucking say it. I guess. Oh uh, Jesus. Yeah, Wanderlinger. I just really. Yeah, yeah that's I just gross. don't think their beer is good. Wow, there yeah. goes all your sponsorship opportunities. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, right down the They're menu. a great music venue. Oh, okay. Great music venue if you want to see bands, mm-hmm. but as far as the beer goes. Oh, I think I there's a comedy show there, isn't there? Maybe. Wait, am I wrong? Is it on MLK? There might be. No. Oh. Uh, that may. You may be thinking of. I may have Hutton. been at Hutton and Smith, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah Chris be. Hill had a show there, and it was really Yeah, good. yeah, that was Hutton, yeah. Uh, we were there, right? Uh, I think we're I went to one of his shows. It was really good. Point. Yeah. He's really I like Hutton and Smith a lot. It's good beer. Yeah. And Chris is funny. Except yeah. for their seltzer is garbage. Yeah, their seltzer is garbage. How do you fuck up seltzer? Uh, you make good beer. Yeah. That's what you're trained to do. What, so they're just making carbonated water? What do you mean seltzer? Uh, yeah. It's just the flavor is terrible. I mean, yeah. it's supposed to be a hard it, seltzer, yeah, which we have one of these here. Oh, it's an alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. Their oh. beer's phenomenal. Like, award-winning beer. But, like, seltzer's not their game. Nope. Yeah. You think they know? Is this new information to them when they hear this, you think? Maybe. We've said it before on the show. Yeah, we've said it. Joel's been on the show. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I doubt Joel is made is there a Hutton, Wait, is Joel a Hutton or a Smith? Uh, yeah, he's the Hutton. Joel Hutton. No, uh, Hutton and Smith is... Uh, was it something hot? It's the Hutton and Smith or the fa- modern day fathers of like geology or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It has to do with, yeah. The reason geology is the way it is today is because, uh, something Hutton and then <laughs> Smith is Strata Smith. Wait, the I person's name that. was Strata Smith. Yeah. And the reason like geology and rocks and shit is classified the way it is today is because of these dudes. And so why did they name the brewery after that? Uh, Melanie. It's Melanie and Joel that own it. Joel is a rock climber. Oh. Melanie is a geologist. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So everything has like pickaxes and rocks yeah, and shit. I noticed yeah. that. Yeah. I like I like that backstory. Yeah. yeah. Do they surface that a lot to uh, to the everyday consumer? Uh, before know. in the before times, before COVID, mm-hmm. they would host these. I never went on one, but I always wanted to go because uh, I like rocks and shit. Not in the like I'm gonna rub them on my underarms and think they work as deodorant. You stink, bitches. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they would host these like geology hikes where they would go out to like rock fields and shit. And Melanie would talk about rocks. Oh, that's very cool. Have a beer oh. and whatnot. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, that's cool. So, but yeah, I wanted to talk about COVID because we we're oh. having a good conversation before we started. Recording you are here. staying home. You've stayed. You've not come to shows at the Bode, which is the first third yeah. Friday of every month at the I, Bode Hotel, and you can get tickets at BodeComedy.com. You have not come. Yeah, I really wanted to go to the Hans Kim show. Uh, Hans Kim and uh, National Treasure. Really wanted to go, but yeah, I've kind of been on a little bit of a loose lockdown over the past couple of weeks, just as I saw the Delta numbers going up. And we were talking before the show because, you know, my d- dad's got some health issues and like not wanting to take it home to him. I don't think COVID's going to kill me if I get it. Who knows? I may have already had it. I don't know. You may have it right now. But may have it right now. Who knows? But yeah, I mainly just don't want to take it home. That's an issue. And, uh, it's just, I'll feel better once I get me a third vaccine dose, I think. 
Gonna go get number three. I'll probably yeah. get number three. Why not? They're giving them out. Yeah. I already got the first two. Yeah. Mm. But like I said, uh, I'm just, I, so my my counter to that is the reason you all got vaccinated. The promise was you get vaccinated and you can spend time with your father again, right? So you're vaccinated and he's vaccinated. And yeah, there are these breakthrough cases. But from what I understand, almost nobody with a breakthrough case has been hospitalized. Very, statistically, it's minuscule, right? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. Of those who are hospitalized, then there's a larger number of those who are showing symptoms, mm. severe symptoms, like enough to be put out, can't go, you know. And then there's an, another swath of people who lost smell or taste. And then there are people who are completely asymptomatic, who have just tested because they had to get tested for travel or for some reason, and they found that they were positive even though they were vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So it strikes me as a, an overabundance of caution to not leave it your life. It may be. It may be an overabundance. But have you talked about it with your dad, how he feels? Yeah. Does he want people to... He's a little terrified, too. Um, and it's actually... I've actually wondered what has stricken... Because I've remained pretty cautious... I feel like now it's I've had an uptick that is unrelated in, to his uptick in cautiousness. But he had a guy he went to high school with that he refuses to believe was not vaccinated. But I, if I was a betting man... How old was this guy? Uh, same age as my dad, so he was probably 63, 64. They played football in high school together. And it's hit my dad really hard. He died of COVID. And, and he had no other un- underlying medical conditions? Uh, no, he was actually healthier than my dad. And I think that's what's hit. And my dad refuses to believe that he was not vaccinated. And so I've been like, Dad, look, like the well, statistics well, don't, don't show it. We don't know for sure. But if I was a betting man, dude had a Trump flag in his yard. Yeah. It's eh. a good chance he wasn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, if I was a betting man... I'd probably say was not. Let's talk about why your dad is hanging out with Trump supporters like this. Uh, well, he, they didn't even hang out. I didn't even know this Why'd guy. Why'd your dad even go to high school with Trump? Your dad's canceled. <laughs> he should have known. I didn't even know this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so we lost a Trump supporter. Yeah. And so um, that's it's... Fine. Yeah, I'm whatever about it. But that's the other my, thing. Look who, look who it's killing. Hard. It's killing all the right people. Let it do its thing. It's hit my dad pretty hard. Uh, I think just because my dad refuses to admit that the guy was not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So he just, he sees it as this guy was healthier than me and we played football together. Like this could have been me. Mm -hmm. So it's hit him pretty hard. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get my dad sick. Mm -hmm. And you see your dad once every week? uh, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Would your dad rather this or do you think he'd rather see you twice a month and you just get tested before you go and see him? I don't know. Yeah, because this is going, I feel, I could be wrong, but I feel that this will be life for the next three to five to seven years. See, and that's what I wanted to talk about is because it settled in for me now that it's jarring back in before, you know, I had to do the show and all that shit. Uh, it settled in for me about three days ago that we're stuck with this. Yeah, but well, didn't we talk about this last time? I was here? Maybe, this the, maybe, but it didn't click it's in. It's the whole reason you're here in the first place. Uh, yeah. Why am I here? Oh, you mean in Chattanooga? In Chattanooga, yeah. Or on your podcast to tell people, go live your lives. Well, you came here but from get New vaccinated York to tell and everybody. then and then go live your lives. Yeah. You had this whole thing in yeah. New York and then uh, and then all this happened, so you decided the the best thing to do was come yeah. on down here, hop well, on I our mean, show. I mean, look at New York. Everybody. New York has 
closed in a way that cost people their jobs and their sanity and their and sometimes their physical health and the series of other things that have kind of fell apart in New York for people not being able to work. Uh, and where are they? <laughs> how are they doing any? Be- I mean, they mm-hmm. they brag about this high vaccination rate. Like, great, we're all vaccinated, but for that city to continue to work, you need people from here to go there to look at it because yeah. the whole city requires mm-hmm. tourism. Yeah. And the country is not vaccinated. So congratulations, New York City. You've, you've, you made a city that requires, you never invested in your human resources. You just created an amusement park for people to look at. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, we can't open the amusement park. Yeah. So when I, that's why I moved here because I'm like, well, what, how is this ever going to get back on track? The country is just not going to get on board yeah. when you live in two different, if not multiple realities where some people, you know, enough that people will go into the Capitol building and try to take it over. You're not going to get a country this large to agree that there even is a virus, that you should get vaccinated, that you should take a booster, and it's only going to become more and more torn apart. Uh, that's my prediction. So, and there'll be more Tune and more. Tune in every Monday I, morning and, for yeah, and chaos be, we trust. There will be more chaos because more yeah. people like me will move to places like this because their cities are either on fire in California or underwater in New Orleans or mm-hmm. underwater in New York City, yeah. and they're going to move inward yeah. into the country. And they're going to bring certain ideals and education levels and <laughs> interests. Dude, straight up, though, you do have to come on in Chaos We Trust because this is what we talk about like every week. Oh, I've never heard. I don't, I don't listen to anything, so I don't know anything. Yeah, this is exactly like this is my whole. Well, entropy is the way thesis, things yeah. move towards entropy. It's yeah. true. Right? Yeah. All organisms. Yeah, you got it. We'll figure out like you got to come on there, I think. Okay. Like, do it, I have it right? I mean, we're, we're moving yeah, towards fraying yeah, apart. Yeah. So yeah. until that's and why we start that show is like the only thing you can trust is the chaos yeah. and just like it's not going to yeah. get better. The only way you can have it better is yeah. if you want to live like yeah. in North Korea where there's one idea mm-hmm. and everyone pretends to agree to it. And that's it. There's no fighting over what the truth is. Everyone mm-hmm. agrees that it's not true. Everyone knows that everyone knows that the great emperor can't fly or whatever he says he could do. But they all go, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't get beaten. Yeah. But you know what? I don't know. I'm surprised they don't get more done over there. They're all kind of, oh, because they're cut off from funds from the rest of the world. Yeah. But, you know, that's the only way you're going to, I was talking to some comedian, some comedian, another comedian about this. They thought I was, oh, I remember who it was. I'm not going to say who it is. I like him. But I was like, the world has to move towards a, towards a, a one government. I mean, if you want to get off this planet, if you want to get off this planet yeah. and get the we species to survive, you're going to have to have the whole world working as a slave population to build it for a few folks to get off this rock. You know, so, oh, I was defending Elon Musk uh, mm. going to space. I was like, yeah, who else is going to go? You think your government's going to get their shit together to go? See, all that shit's a weird thing to me because on one level, I'm like, man, fuck these billionaires. But on another hand, I do like space and as yeah. fuck these billionaires as, who built the train, the train lines and all the other things yeah, that we, it's the and the airlines thing. and it's the every other thing. billionaire that yeah. got together and was entrepreneurial and took the risk and, yeah. and got you somewhere that you didn't get to go before. That's the only way you're getting somewhere. Yeah. Well, the, those ones. Yeah. But I mean, the ones that just wrote on the coattails, those were terrible people just, too. They well, used yeah, slave they? Chinese slaves to build the railroads the railroad, and terrible yeah. things. And, and now they're at least, at least with Amazon, you get a package. <laughs> these Chinese didn't get anything. They didn't get anything. No, no, no free delivery. They got nothing. That's very true. Yeah. Do you they got have- to put a nice website on the front of the slavery. Yeah. Mm. If you want to make a billion dollars like that. Just, for the human race, I'm a fan of what they did. I think Amazon? A, uh, just Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, fucking Richard Branson. This little billionaire space race. For the human race is a good thing. Yeah. 
but for those three individuals. The two best things that can happen to the human race is that a lot more people die and we get off this planet. And I was talking, this comedian was so upset with me that I didn't believe in trying to save this planet. I go, I did in the 70s and 80s and 90s when they told us this is the 30 years that you have to do it. And then it's good. And we're seeing it till my friend can't even get insurance. He had to leave his home in California because he's in a fire circle. Like people are fleeing. New Orleans is underwater. I mean, come on. It's how much more evidence do you need of this? That city was built underwater. New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah. It's below sea level. Like we've even gone past the 20 years that we like to stay in something too long. Let's ditch New Orleans. Let's not. I don't. Oh, you mean like Afghanistan? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I don't even know. I wondered that after Katrina. Like, yeah, I move the city. Yeah. (laughs) It was like you said, Jerry. It worked for Chattanooga. Put it in Wisconsin. Wisconsin could use a New Orleans. On the coast. (laughs) Underwater. Yeah. Oh no, my house is underwater. Well, that's because the sea level is put this shit in one of the Dakotas. There's no need to have it there. Do the same yeah. thing that and they put did New York here. City in Chattanooga. Hey, New Yorkers, come down here. Let's yeah. make some cool shit. Do the there. same thing with New Orleans I did with Chattanooga and just raise the city by like twenty feet. Yeah, just raise it up the whole thing. Yeah, put a bunch of trash or whatever, build it on up, put some buttresses in. How did they raise all the New houses city. when they did that? They just cranked them up. What did they do? No, they uh, they literally just uh, I I don't know the logistically it's, what they did, but it seems like what they did. It's a was gradual move in dirt. And raise the street level, so yeah. it's like the first floor of the buildings became the basements. Yeah, what about the people much. living in those apartments? Well, uh, you're living in a basement now. Right. It's better than, I mean, moving I Chattanooga else didn't have basements. Better than they flooded. do. Uh, yeah, there's this whole underground Chattanooga, which the urban legend that everybody perpetuates is that there's like this Futurama-esque old Chattanooga where you can go <laughs> down and there's like this cavern of a street I heard that the Denver airport is below Chattanooga. Is that yeah. true? <laughs> the whole place. Uh, but yeah, there's been this like big urban myth. There's like an open cavern under there where you can like walk on the street. No, it's like underground Chattanooga basically equates to you can go in some basements of like the sports I mean, it, barn and a couple buildings like it that. Is, it's big and open down there. Like you can get across the street and everything like. Yeah, you could. There See, is. I've an never seen to, it, so I don't believe it. There's an entrance to Sports Barn that's like down a hallway, but the door at the end is locked. And there's like there is like a raised up bathroom that looked like it used to be. You know, it was obviously a bathroom. There's like a toilet in there and stuff. And like, but it's. See, I, I refuse to believe Underground Chattanooga is anything more than just basements. You I'll see. So I'll believe not, it when I see it. So it's not roads. You're saying there's no. Yeah, there's no, not, it's like not like roads. That, it's, it's not like you can go underground area. and see like. A sign from Market Street, Street exactly. and then walk across well, the street. Well, I don't street. think anybody thinks that. Yeah. Who thinks yeah. that? Uh, well, it seems to be what's been perpetuated. I can see well, there being good, some tunnels. It's a good thought, though. It's probably yeah, some it's, tunnels, it's cool, though, right? Visual. But it's, yeah. it seems like it's just like there's certain buildings downtown whose first floor is now the basement because they're such old buildings like the Cheeburger Cheeburger building before it yeah, co- just was collapsed. demolished. <laughs> uh, sports barn. Uh, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if like Hair of the Dog has a basement to it. Yeah, probably. Things like that. Yeah. Just all those old buildings down there on the riverfront, gotcha. the tourism area. That's underneath that is old underground Chattanooga or whatever. And it seems like they just brought in dirt. Big River is where I got I heard they moved they a lot of dirt then, to, to build the building that I'm in over on Fairpoint. Yeah. And they put the dirt, they brought it somewhere. They brought it and they made something cool with it. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, this smells great. 
What is that? This, oh my god, that color. That is bright purple. I didn't even finish these other ones yet. This is That's the cool blueberry color. banana smoothie seltzer. Oh, I can't have that one. You uh, can? Sh- no, I can for yeah, sure. That's I, I grabbed you it. Could. Oh, you can. Untitled art. Um, that's really all it says. Hey, uh, Tanner, can I give this to you? Wanakee, Wisconsin. Artwork by Noel Miller. There's bananas, and it's got like blue washing over, and they're like melting and stuff like that. Well, this is a great color. In fact, if you it put really all three is, of them together, it's, yeah. quite a, it's quite a flight. Yeah, we got some fruity ones here tonight. Tanner was kind enough to give me some of his electricity. This guy Juice. is 5% alcohol by volume, gluten-free, and vegan. Jared, I haven't seen you come to any shows yet. You should come to one. I have not. I've, I'm working six days a week. Mm-hmm. And but we only, so, do the show, we only do the show one day a week. Tuesdays. Oh, uh, 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 Tanner doesn't. No, I do not like this. The smell or the taste? Both. Did you... Oh, it smelled better. Okay, that's definitely a lot of banana on the nose. It smells there. like if you wadded every Laffy Taffy together. Yeah. I don't like that. Someone would drink this, like, on purpose? Oh, it's so thick. I think, yeah. I think someone's going to be disappointed if they buy that. Yeah, oh. don't buy that, people. <laughs> I'm all right with it. Have you had anybody write to you and email you and tell you that they don't like that you're bad-mouthing their beer or something? Uh... I don't think so. No, no, I have had people leave comments like, hey, man. And I'm just like, make better product. Like, I mean, blueberry banana smoothie. Seltzer. And that's what it is. It tastes like artificial banana. <laughs> it literally tastes to me like uh, if it, you wadded together the purple, yeah. the pink, and the yellow Laffy Taffy, mm-hmm. and then munched on that for a minute. With the plastic on it. And the beer... With the plastic on it. Because you can't get the plastic off. It's about yeah. that thick, too. So thick. Yeah. Not a fan. Thickest seltzer I've ever had. Not a fan. I don't mind it. I'll keep on drinking on it. <laughs> I'll go back to my high noon sun slips. The black cherry. The, yeah, black cherry. That's pretty good. Have you had a manicure tenner? Uh, No. Your, your fingers look so... Uh, you should be like a hand model. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. I wasn't trying to come onto your hands or anything like that. I'm just... No? There is, there is another one over here. The raspberry cheesecake pastry sour. That's terrible. Which That's we also terrible. could try that out. Nah. Might be better. <laughs> There's also Are people... a couple others. You want to look at, at what we got in there? We well, got a what's happened to there. the beer industry? What... what? This is what the people want. Ra- they want a raspberry cheeseberry. Dude, honestly, I'm not cheeseberry. even. It's one of the, the reasons cheese, I'm not even this. that upset about the gluten thing. This color, though, this color is fantastic. I'll give it that. The beer industry started to get to a spot where, yeah, I'm kind of with you, Jeff. We're like, what the fuck are we? Uh... How far away from beer can you get and still yeah. call it beer? Yeah. Socrates asked that question, didn't he? Or is that Plato? Mm-hmm. How much of yourself can you? Change and still be yourself. Mm. Yeah. The ship of Theseus. Yeah. Ah, yeah. right. Exactly. Wait, wait. So that wasn't. Who was that? Uh, so Greek. A, yeah. Greek? Uh, yeah. I, don't know. I had a liberal Color? arts education. I should know this. Yeah. I feel like we should all know this. You yeah. are Greek. I mean, it's part of the Odyssey, <laughs> right? 
No, like Theseus this is your shit. And he's a myth. You work yeah. at a Greek restaurant, god I damn do. it. Six days a week. And you don't know all the you don't <laughs> I need to bring It's the that. ship of what? Theseus? Theseus, yeah. And basically he went on all these journeys and stuff like that, and as time went by, he'd have to replace like this board on the side of the ship. Right. Or this board or this board. And eventually all the boards have been completely replaced. And at what point is it a new ship? Right. And if you took all those replaced boards and put them together, would that be the ship? Mm. Yeah. 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 Which one would be which one would be it? Well, and what's do we it's, it's just a thought it's, it's experiment. Just a, yeah. yeah, it's just a thought yeah, experiment. There's no actual answer. I mean it's a hypothetical, I guess. So we'll never really know how far you can get from beer. And still call it beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, I guess. Yeah. But I would say, I would say the, the edges of the board. It's like seltzer is not beer. Okay. It doesn't have the. Uh, What's it missing? I guess it can have hops. Seltzer can have hops. It's just mainly missing the wheat. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. To thicken it up. But this so guy, not- this smoothie seltzer is fucking <laughs> thick. Yeah. yeah. It's it's got legs. It's got legs. <laughs> I will say it does look cool. It looks yeah. like a Star Wars drink. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. It, yeah, it does. Like if it was in a weird glass. Oh, that like lit in up Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It would and if he drinks like it with Wars that drink. mustache, it looks like yeah. it could be at the bar. You know? Yeah, it looks like some sort of Star Wars cocktail, but yep. it tastes It looks like disgusting. he's from the future. I don't mind it. I like the, I like the banana. It, it's definitely more banana than blueberry. But artificial banana. It oh, smells sorry. like vape juice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. This is what it smells like. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm, that's it why I like it. it. See, like, but <laughs> that's the mustache talking. <laughs> Blowing clouds. Yeah. I see. I kind of smell like maple on the nose. It does. I, I, I do Is get it? a little of that. I was wondering what it was. Which I think is weird. But I don't know. But I think it's coming from the banana. I think it is. Like too. that artificial banana. It's got like a plasticky that's sort of smell. That's what you were talking it. about. Well, I remember when I would eat those taffies, I would always eat some of the plastic on it because I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. It's like really, that paper plastic. Yeah, you paper. weren't getting that all off. You had. Yeah, I ate some paper. Yeah, yeah, that's know. gross. It's fibrous. Yeah, I think twenty percent of my candy intake was paper. Because you eat the stick. Yeah, I, I ate the whole thing. I was. I was yeah, just, I definitely I was ate the a stick. Ravenous child. I'm glad I'm not the only one who ate the stick. Oh, wait for a lollipop? Yeah. No, no. I eat this. No, I like keep going and just like. Yeah, like there's. I would have some pizza cardboard in my like mouth. A, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I ate part of the stick. There was also that candy, uh, I think it was called Dots. Mm. It's just Never like, getting that paper off. Yeah, you're never getting that no, you're paper, paper off. You're lucky if you got one with just a little paper. That was one of those candies that I was like, this is an unfinished dots. candy. Yeah, it was more paper than candy, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah That's an unfinished candy, like Nerds. Like, it's part of a, a bigger candy. Never had Nerds? No. It's crumbs. Oh, dear. That's all it is. Yeah, that yeah, makes they're, sense. They're crispy crumbs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this comedian that I just saw... Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna say I don't want to steal someone's bit. I'm not stealing a bit, but she was talking about how um, when you buy these extra. I've never ordered cheese its because I don't eat cheese, but there's like an extra toasted one or something. She goes, "These are defective cheese its that they're selling." Oh, they just sell burnt ones. Cheese its. Yeah. Which yeah, in that same line. It's like you would you would just buy a car that was all like all rammed yeah. up. And yeah. You're like oh, this is you know distressed. Yeah. Um, yeah, distressed cheese its. <laughs> Is I remember when I was a kid, there was a run of Captain Crunch that was Oops All Berries. Yep. And they'll still do it occasionally, but I remember the first time they did it. And I've always wondered since then, I was like, did they legitimately fuck up at the factory and only make like the berries and package those and be like, fuck. 
<laughs> what do we do? And it was just cheaper to design a new box than it was to like ditch all that product. Hmm. Hmm. Most likely. Because it would go stale yeah. otherwise or whatever. And then now Probably. they resell it as a nostalgia thing. Hmm. It's hmm. like a purposeful. Hmm. You think that Michael Jackson's hair really went on fire or they just did that for the <laughs> to make you think? What do you think? How, how, how did he really hold that baby over the balcony? No, he no. did that. There's no telling how high this goes. Back to New York, <laughs> though. Aren't I guess you're pretty glad to be out of there over the past couple of weeks. I've been glad this to be just, out of there since I got here. Yeah, since you got here, yeah. <laughs> so much greater, isn't it? <laughs> you turn on the news every day. It's like, yeah. whew, glad I'm not there. I don't yeah. understand. My friends who come down here from New York, I bring down the comics every two weeks, and they all love it here. Some of them, I think, have dabbled with the idea of coming here for a longer they period should. of time. But they, they won't. Should. They won't because they're, you know, I get it. New York is this pull and this hold, and if you want to do comedy, it's it's a, if not the place to be. But I would argue that was always because of so many other people trying to do it yeah. well that yeah. you would hone each other yeah. and you would learn from great people. But if those people can't afford to live there, and there's not enough venues to keep the art form going, yeah. then what are you really there for? Uh, but some of my, you know, life finds a way. Uh, some yeah. of my friends have have been lucky and have found a way, and some haven't. Some have left and have done really well, like Hans Kim, like mm-hmm. Hans Kim, who went to Austin. Did you know him from New York? I did. You Hans did. stayed okay. in my apartment for yeah. a month He's done while I was very well in Austin. Uh, no, no surprise. I don't think yeah. anyone who knew him or knows him would uh, doubt his talent. No, it's just from I was talking to somebody today um, about Hans Kim of just like watching him and online stuff and on Kill Tony and. Whatnot. I didn't know you knew him from New York, but it's been like, I don't know, in like seven to 10 years, there needs to be a movie about this rapid rise of Hans Kim. Oh, really? Like Hans Does America <laughs> or whatever you're going to call it. You know, Hans lives in a van usually and, and travels the country. <laughs> Seriously. Pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Just and call it that. He's funny, dude. Yeah. He had a joke about uh, the name Tanner. What was that? Pretty good. Uh, well, I'll have to dig through a Dick Tony. Why was he talking about Tanner? Uh, it was just like, because he's a regular on Kill Tony now. Mm-hmm. And he just got up there with a new minute or whatever and just was like making fun of the Oh, yeah, Tanner yeah. and Dark and, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tannist. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I laughed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's interesting, you know, I, I have, I see his rise on Instagram and on social media of him, you know, kissing these women and stuff. And at first I thought, <laughs> yeah. oh, is he being exploited in a kind of Howard Sterney way. Mm. I didn't really know. And I know Hans is incredibly smart. So I go, you know, I thought if anyone's maneuvering this game, well, it's Hans, but then I, I had never seen it. I don't really watch or listen to podcasts very much. And so he was here doing the boat show and we watched the episode of, of how this whole started. Yeah. And it was, first of all, he, (laughs) he succeeded on the merits of his material. It was his material that got them to be interested in him. And then it was a really organic way that it happened, and it was really funny, really, really, really funny watching this thing progress into what mm. it's become, and, and he's just such a fun guy to hang out with. We're very lucky to have him on the show. Hopefully, he'll come back again. Yeah. 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 No, it's awesome. I've loved watching him, and it's just like... You love him so much, you couldn't even make it over to the boat hotel, which is at 730 COVID. Chestnut 1st and 3rd Fridays. <laughs> because of COVID. Okay. I'll, I'm going to come out tonight, though. You let COVID come between yeah. you and Hans Kim. I'm coming out tonight. I think I'm over you You're going to come to an open mic and not to go see Hans Kim. <laughs> well, he's not bringing back and I'll come out. Hans is the, is the bigger issue. He, he's closer. He's Asian in that whole thing. Old virus thing. Can't be. <laughs> that's a, that's a heavy, heavy risk. <laughs> Maybe. 
Man. talking about? He's like the only Asian guy in Chattanooga when he was here. He could be. Right. He may have been. There, unless you're uh, looking at that apartment up at Barley. Oh, what's going on over there? I don't know, man. But anytime I've been at Barley for years, there's a uh, like an Airbnb or an apartment above Barley, and you just watch that door that's between the two doors that go in and out of Barley. Mm-hmm. All you ever see is Asian people come out of there, and it's the only Asian Interesting. grouping Wait, over in Barley? Yeah, hmm. above Barley. Them and the uh, the family that runs Rice Box. Yeah. Oh, they're Asians who work at Thai Smile, which is a great restaurant. Yeah. It is strange, though. By I'm, the way, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm joking. I don't think that the, uh, first of all, Hans isn't even, uh, is he Chinese? Is he Chinese? Hans, Hans is more like a, a German name. Yeah, well, he's not, he's not German. <laughs> 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 it's very astute, Jared. But I, you know, very astute. I, I just I've never just, met him, in case you guys didn't know that. I just want to make it clear, I don't think that hanging out with Asian people gives you the Wuhan virus. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up. I think you never know. I, I was wondering about it. You never know where someone's intentions lay. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of Asians in Chattanooga, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. And and <laughs> and not a lot of railroads. Not anymore. What, not anymore. What, well, yeah. and they used to build the Chattanooga well, we don't, choo-choo. I know, but we. It's strange to me that a town that is kind of really well known for the Chattanooga Choo Choo song doesn't have a commuter train station. Mm. Yeah, it's not a commuter train station. I mean, it's there's a cargo hub here, and it's a logistics hub. Yeah. And trains transfer and change their, mm. their cargo, I think, here, right? Yeah, we do have a bunch of trains. Uh, but it's not like the but Chattanooga But it, Yeah, it's not, it's not as far as Which like explains all the autistic people here. The trains? Is there a yeah. train and they love autistic trains? people? I think the trains make the people autistic is what I think. Uh, I don't think it's that uh, everyone thinks it's, it's not auti- the vaccines. No, it's a lot trains. of people think it's autistic. People are fascinated with trains because yeah. of the intricacy of them. But like the screeching of the wheels or something. No, I think it's the trains bring make them autistic. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Elijah? I th- that he's at a train like, station right yeah. now. He's hanging out by the trains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I call Elijah, I hear a train in the background. <laughs> like, where are you? Just keep one of those like little wooden <laughs> those whistles. You should uh, use that to get him on stage next time. Elijah? Yeah. A train whistle? Yeah. Really? Uh, he's very mm-hmm. funny. He's uh, been showing up at the... Um, no, Elijah's hilarious. At the uh, JJ's open mic. Yeah. No, Elijah's hilarious. I remembered... Uh, well, I guess it was before... Uh, Ethan and Natasha moved to New York. They would do the Donnies, which is like a oh yeah, yeah. local like joke award show. Yeah, I, I got do. here when uh, when that was happening. And uh, I would build the actual like physical Donnie awards. I've seen one of them and, at Bridget's house. Yeah, and Elijah came with us last time. Over to my parents, and I was like, "This is gonna be interesting introducing <laughs> Elijah to my parents." Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was. How'd that go? I, it was great. It was yeah. exactly as I had hoped. <laughs> how did they take to Elijah? It was awkward. They didn't know quite how to handle him. Uh, did he do anything sure. uh, and, particularly uh, Elijah-ish? I, I always think in those... No, not... He was, like, pretty calm. But, yeah, after, just, like... I can always anticipate my parents, like, something they'll say after. And it came, and it was just one of these, like... That uh, curly-headed fella. He's interesting. <laughs> I knew you were going to say interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh... Yeah, what they do, what they do. <laughs> but no, did anyone you know? An uh, fella. What? Yeah, hang on. If you're, yeah, we'll just pause for a minute. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I'll take over this here smoothie seltzer for you guys. That's fine. Dude, that shit's gross to me. No. But don't waste it. They're sober. I just had to make sure I get to the... Mm. uh, I've got a box here you can use. You've got a what? You can use my box. Oh, no, I'm good. I, I I have all I need. I appreciate you. No, I'm all good. Charging it up. It was fine. Oh, yeah, that's a nice box. It's a beautiful box, but... Yeah, it's a nice box. It's got a big silver button on it. Yeah. Let you know how much... uh, It's got four LEDs to indicate life. I like the looks of that that dongle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a a good... It's a good one. It's a box and dongle. Mm -hmm. Now, I was going to ask, though... uh, Yes. Everybody you know in New York, like, okay, after the floods and shit from Ida... Uh, yeah, surprisingly, I have a friend yeah. who has a basement apartment, so I was a little yeah. concerned. Ooh, yeah. uh, I mean, he, it's a two level apartment and I've, I've, uh, he seems okay. And I saw a message from one of the women who runs a, a really well-known mic there that, um, all the equipment was kept in the basement of the venue and she went mm-hmm. to go pick it up and she picked up the duffel bag that had the speakers and the stuff and all this water was coming out of the bag yeah. and she laid everything out and she dried it out and it all worked. The microphone worked, the cables worked, and the amp worked, which is pretty incredible. That is pretty incredible. Yeah, it's like the story of Hanukkah nice. or something. Right. No, I was watching. But no one lost their uh, lives that I know. It was only 46 people, I believe. Yeah, I texted Natasha during it. was like, hey, I hope you guys are dry and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it seemed, uh, I don't know, what I saw online seemed pretty rough. I mean, it was like water and like shit rushing but yeah. i think it was worse in new jersey maybe everything's worse in new jersey yeah yeah <laughs> that's that their tagline that's yeah. another one that's, of those that's places though, tourism line like uh Nolens, that i'm like why would you live there like i understand people get caught in economic situations and are forced to live in places they don't want to but at a certain level you can just fucking rip the cord yeah take and, and leave new york and fucking leave. I've been trying to tell my friends this, but yeah. they, imagine if they, I mean, not that Chattanooga needs a bunch of comedians from New York City to come here to make a comedy scene, but, you know, Andrew Ledbetter was running a open mic on Sunday nights at Honest Pint, and it was it was really unpredictable how many people would come Yeah, in terms of comedians. So there clearly are not enough people doing, I mean, I'm speaking this from a comedian standpoint, comedy bleeds into the arts and culture and what kind of culture is in Chattanooga and all that other kind of stuff. And so if there aren't enough people here to sustain a mic, once one mic every day of the week, and then when there are those mics, not everyone in the community shows, maybe it's time to implant some people. So I've gotten a yeah. little bit of bristling from some people like, hey, we don't need more people like you coming here. Very little. Most people have been very great, welcoming, especially mm-hmm. in the comedy community. But, you know, it's uh, this weird thing. Like I think Ch- I, I sense that some Chattanooga comments, I wouldn't say that they have a... a, a a chip on their shoulder, but it's kind of like, you know, they get, they get to a point where they just leave like Natasha and, and, and Ethan did, or they fall out of the scene because there's no track towards it going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like where, where's the matriculation, mm-hmm. but it is a building and they will come. If, if you don't come, then it's not here. So I say to my New York friends, I'm like, if 20 of you came down here, you have, the, I mean, we, we don't want that. We don't want to be like locusts. That's not the goal, but like yeah. you'd have a mic all the time. Yeah. yeah. And I think everyone here would be better. Mm-hmm. Not because these people are from New York, just because New Yorkers who are comics have a, a, a work ethic of it not being unusual to do two or three mics every day, mm-hmm. or at least to be writing, right. or at least to approach those mics like work rather than being 
so stoned or so drunk or so out of it or so ill-prepared that you don't know what you want to talk about for those four to five minutes that you have, which you can see in a town. You know, there's great people here in Chattanooga. I've chosen to live here, so I'm not shitting on it. But you, do you see what I'm saying? It's, it's, oh, yeah. I've, and it's hard I've for me. I've what you're saying for the past three years. And now. I want to put more locals on the show, but I can't put locals on who aren't grinding. You know, and some yeah. people get mad at me about that. And it's not, it's not even a question of whether you're funny or not. Like, if I don't see you out enough, I can't book you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because anybody can have a good set. Anybody, anybody can have a bad set, uh, as I frequently do. <laughs> but I can, if I see you enough, I can be like, oh, mm. you can le- I can get an idea of how many minutes you can do or something. So it's weird. The, there are people here, I think, who have given me a little bit of some passive aggressiveness because maybe they haven't been mm. on. And I'm like, but you, you also haven't come. You haven't even come to watch the show. You know, and there are comics who have out, been outward aggressive to me, mm-hmm. who have just like pretty much demanded to be on the show, who've never even come to watch the show. I bring all this up just because you asked, why don't you just pull a bunch of people out from your city and come? So I'm, I'm surprised they don't. And they would say, well, because how are you going to get noticed in Chattanooga? I'm like, well, maybe you're not ready to be noticed. <laughs> like, may, I mean, for, for someone at my level, I, I knew at some point in my comedy career, there would need to be road work, extensive road work. Mm. And I would say to my New York friends or my LA friends, if you're listening to this, or Austin or Chicago, ask yourself if you're going to do that road work for a year or two, do you need to live in one of the most expensive cities in the world that doesn't really appreciate what you do? Mm. Like a comic is a dime a dozen in New York City. Try to do a comedy show. No one, people do not go to open mics in New York City. At the open mic at the Comedy Catch, 50, 60 real people show up to watch this thing. That's incredible. Mm. Real people who are, and when I say real people, I mean non-comedians, come to JJ's to watch an open mic. And what's so amazing that I love here, and you would never, I've never seen this in New York, is there are people here who are like comedy nerds, in a good way I mean that, who are not interested in being comedians, but they like to watch, and they come up to you afterwards and go, I like watching your bit progress. I saw how you did that two months ago. I like where it is now. They've actually given me some constructive feedback. But in New York, you're not going to get an audience to see you enough, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Usually don't even have the same audience twice, so it's New Yorkers come down here. No, I agree with that. Yeah, it's bring it uh, down. come it's, on down. It's weird to me to see, like in the before times, pre-pandemic. It's like it may seem like it's not well, like Andrew Ledbetter's show. It may seem like he has trouble getting people out there. That was not the case in the before times. At all, certainly, and but 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 there been, are comics here yeah. who I know are who do go out, who weren't coming to that. Now maybe oh, for maybe sure. Sunday yeah. at that time wasn't a good time. Certainly, yeah. But there's also comics I see here that when they do come out, they're blasted out of their minds. Yeah, when they go up on. Oh yeah, and know? I'm not disagreeing with you on that. At so all. it's like, well, yeah. it's just. But there's I'm, so I'm just saying there's been a lot of like drop off in the number of people coming out to shit, like both comedians and audience. But it surprised me the number of people that were coming out to the open mics that I didn't know personally mm-hmm. that were just, I don't know, trying it out or whatever. Mm-hmm. That That's dropped off tremendously. Like, well, that's understandable. The only people out now, like, it's created a real fucking contrast because the only people out now are the Dave Hannas, the Donnie Marshes, the Ian Sharps, like, all the people that have been around for years and then people trying it out for the very first time. I don't see Dave Hanna at every mic. <laughs> well, I'm not saying he's at every mic. Yeah. I'm just saying the only people... And I love Dave Hanna. <laughs> ...that I see, that I've seen out from an outsider's perspective, that I've seen out doing anything after the pandemic, it seems like it really killed off anybody that was trying it out 
Like they did not stick yeah. with it through the pandemic at all. Mm. And then after the people that were sticking with it, they have, mm. but then there's all these new people sticking mm. up. So there's no middle ground. It's yeah. all a bunch yep, of beginners yep. and all a bunch of people. And that Dave runs, Dave years. is running that, you know, free kittens, which is fantastic. Mm. I mean, that's just such an amazing thing to go to on a Thursday night. Um, and actually, you know what? Well, Dave is at JJ's and he's, he's probably going to be there tonight at, at, at PAX, mm. but hopefully Ryan will be there and hopefully Bridget will be there. And, ho- you know, hopefully, cause these are the folks who've been doing it the longest in the town, Donnie Marsh. And, and that's the one that I'm going to tonight that he's mm. running. And there's so many, and the New Yorkers, when they do leave, they, on their way out, they go, there are so many talented people here in Chattanooga and in the surrounding areas who come here for the mics at the Comedy Catch and at JJ's and stuff. So I'm hoping that there'll be this conduit between the two cities so that when the comics here want to go to New York City, they'll, they'll know people that they can hook up with and get on shows and get on mics and stuff like that. But it only happens if they come out, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like AA, right? It only works if you work it. Is that, is that the thing? Has it worked? That's how, I don't know. I don't never, know. Yeah, never, never I, I never had to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, speaking of mics, which we were, I have to get to one. Are yeah, you guys going to come? Your time? Yeah, I plan on coming on down there. Uh, it's got a game night. It's your game night. That's it's right. It's D&D night. night. It is. Yeah, let's wrap her on up here. Uh, yeah, what shows you got coming on? I know Ian said he's on a show you're coming up in he is. early October. Uh, well, then it'll either be October 4th. Let me take a look. Well, it's the first and third Friday of every month and uh, at the Bode Hotel at 730 Chestnut. September 17th, we've got Bobby Sheehan and uh, Andrew Castrotano from New York City. We've got Dave Waite coming in. I believe he's an L.A. comic. I I think that's where he's he's home-based. Reed Landry, Matt Harris. Should be awesome. Matt Harris is hosting. October 1st, we've got Jack Finnegan coming in from New York. Ian Sharp is on the October 1st show with Ryan Darling. Mm-hmm. Bridget Martin is a really funny woman named Rena Calm, who uh, I believe uh, Ryan introduced me to. He also introduced me to Dave Waite. And, uh, and I'm on those shows. So you should come. It's $8 and it comes with a beer. I'll tell you this. This is some new news. It's a good deal. Uh, starting in the new year, it's going to go to $10 for the show. But if you've seen the show already you'll have a code that you can use so that you can always have it at $8. Oh, okay. So you'll be grandfathered in at that price. And uh, hopefully you don't share the code. But if you do, I can't, can't stop it. Yeah. But we're going to just go for the new folks. Why should, uh, why should people help yeah. make the show successful suffer mm. financially? Yeah. I like that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm glad you like that. That's the first time I've told anybody that. <laughs> no, I idea. think that's a good plan. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah. What about Acropolis? They doing anything? Uh, we sure are. I started a wine down Wednesday special and we have select bottles of house wines for $20 a bottle. We've got three reds and three whites and it's every Wednesday all day long. That's hot. All day. All day, bro. It's like, I want to get rid of some of these bottles. They're taking up space and we could put better things there. And he was like, all right. I was like, I'm going to sell them. Hey, if you ever want to um, raffle anything off at the boat show, we usually do a raffle uh, to keep people in their seats uh, while we collect money from them because we do ask for tips. And so we try to give something back while we're asking for something. So if you want to raffle anything off. Okay. And in exchange, we post, when we make the post for the show, we, we tag your spot in it, tag you in it. Yeah. Hell, we could raffle like a cake or something. We have an amazing bakery. Yeah. Hmm. Anything you want, just hit me up. Okay. Yeah, I'll talk to you about that. Okay. 
Sweet. Cool. Yeah, check us out at the Acropolis. It's cool. We're about to have a bourbon list and all that stuff, too. We got some new cocktail list items on the way. They're going to be really good. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Uh, and as usual, like I said at the top, get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits right there on Manufacturer's Road. They supply our beers each week, and they could supply you your libations each week. So go check them out. Merchants on Main right there across from Pax Brew Room on Main Street. Uh, the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com. There's tons of other great beer podcasts and drinking podcasts. Uh, Thebrewchat.com. And brewchat.com slash store helps support us. Buy a t-shirt. Helps pay our bills. Go check out the other podcasts we have launched. We got Boomer Memes with Ian Sharp. And then Between the Brews, we got some ladies from the beer industry here in town that have started a podcast. So go check those out. Help support them. Subscribe. All that good stuff. And thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you guys next time. This has been episode 304 of the Brew Chat Podcast. (laughs) 